Are you ready for some high adventure? Coming up next on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. And now, episode 197, Mum's the Word. on Jameson's mum, and her neighbours haven't seen her since the day Jameson disappeared. We searched her home, and no one is there. I see. She's not home, and hasn't been seen by anyone since Jameson disappeared. Her cat was found in the house. I don't think she'd go anywhere for an extended period of time and leave her cat unattended. Yes? I'm going to venture a guess, kidnapping. Certainly, sir. It would explain a few things. If that is the case, then we still have a mole. We can't assume that Jameson is being forced to work with our mole because someone is holding his mum hostage. It's certainly something we can pursue. Uh, keep me posted. Uh, we'll follow up with this on our end. Let's go and check in with the front desk and have a look at their security footage. There has to be a logical explanation as to why he doesn't appear in any of them. I have asked their chief of security to have the tapes ready. He has Jameson's check-in time cute and ready. I'm guessing that he checked in with no luggage. The front desk said he told them he was just here for a short business meeting. Herr Schultz, uh, these are the agents I was telling you about. This is Agent Simon and Agent Hawk. I hope I can be of assistance. Now, if you will, follow me. Certainly. Well, there he is, checking in. We went through the footage for the rest of the evening, but there was no sign of him. How about anywhere else in the hotel? The restaurant, perhaps? No, no sign of him. He did, however, call for his uh, room service around 8pm for supper. Now let me advance to this morning. Uh, uh, Yeah, here it is. A hallway security camera shows him leaving his room at 7am. And there's no footage of him at the front desk, correct? Now that is correct. He turned his room key into the concierge a few minutes later. Our man checked Mr. Front Desk to make sure there was no additional charges. When he checked in, he pre-ordered his meal, so it was paid for in advance. Go ahead and show them the front desk footage from this morning. Yeah, we will start at 7.15 when his keycard was returned. On this monitor here, we have the front exit, when I can scrub through the footage and stop wherever the people are exiting. These cameras have fair resolution. These last few certainly aren't him. 
He didn't have any luggage with him, so I don't see how he could apply any type of disguise. How far through these tapes did you go? We went until noon. I don't think he could have avoided all of the security cameras that long. We also looked at the other hotel exits and saw nothing. Here, Schultz, are there any other exits, perhaps ones not used by your guest? Oh, we have one. A loading dock. Oh, yes, there is a camera on that one. A moment, but hold on, please. But isn't that restricted to delivery people only? Yeah, that area is off-limit to guests. There are too many chances for a personal injury. Okay, here is the dock camera. I will take it back to just after 7. Looks like a laundry service delivery at 7.20. That's three people going in. I will move ahead a little on... Yeah, here they come back out. Moving ahead... And there. 11.30, another delivery. Just one person going in. And one person going out. Go back to the laundry delivery. There was nothing to see. Three went in and three came out. Just humor me. I will move back to where they entered. Three going in, all dressed in white. And three coming out carrying large bundles. This is, uh, what is, uh, uniform cleaning service. They maintain the staff uniforms. Give me a still image of them going in. Hmm. Do you see something, Kate? Maybe. Now give me a still of them exiting. I can split the screen here and put them side by side. Now, on this screen, a still of Jameson approaching the desk. I need a full body view. Yes, I see it. Good eye, Agent Hawk. Good eye. All right, you want to share what this big revelation is? Look at the shoes on the three going in. Okay. Now, look at them as they're leaving. This one has different shoes. Look, Jameson's shoes. This man right here is Jameson. Do you have contact information for his company? Yeah, give me a moment. Holen Sie mir die Adresse zu unserem Waschservice. Anton, contact the German police with this information and let them know that we're on our way. Perhaps we can pick up young Jameson's trail again. Another day of useless training down and who knows how many more to go. The regular course goes for another five and a half weeks. I don't think I can take another five and a half weeks of this. Hey, I'm liking this a lot. All the food I can eat, and I get to shoot stuff. Speaking of which, I'm hungry. Sam, you were born hungry. Which makes me shudder at the thought. What thought? Poor Hungan mothers. How do they keep up with a baby? Please don't tell me they're anatomically different. No, they look just like you, except maybe taller. Then how do they keep up with an appetite like yours? Easy. Our second stomach doesn't develop until puberty. So up to that point, we eat about what your people do. Wait a minute. You're telling me that your appetite hits about the same time your hormones start raging? Yeah, that's why military training starts then. And also why all males are mercenaries. The women run the planet. They're the politicians, CEOs, doctors, basically everything that's not related to being a mercenary. Some actually become mercenaries themselves. I think I might have to move there. 
Hey, there's that officer again. Oh yeah, my meal ticket. I was looking for you two. Whatever it is, he did it. Nah, nothing like that. I just came over to tell you to get your bags packed. You're heading back to Martin State. Oh man. Well, there goes your meal ticket, Sam. So, why is our training being cut short? You two are officially listed as refresher students. You were sent here just to freshen up your skills. You both have been out of field service for a while, but you got everything you're going to need for the IDF. Well, that's good to know. So, if we aren't going to be learning the same things that the other cadets are, does that mean we're not going to one of the intelligence branches? That's pretty much it in a nutshell. You may be assigned to one of the agencies, but you'd be secretarial. Or even janitorial. Well, I know which one I'll be, and I won't be pushing a mop. Meet me at the stip site in an hour, and I'll have all your paperwork ready. Bring your issued gear, and I'll get it turned in. And let me officially welcome you to the idea. Thank you, sir. Yeah, and thanks for putting me with all the food. No problem. See you both in an hour. <laughs> Who would have thunk it? Me, Sam the Hongan, an official member of my sworn enemy, the IDF. Well, Lenora, I guess it takes all kinds. Portal passage completed. Signal to the BSS has been reestablished. Georgia, give me an open channel to the BSS, please. Channel is open. Baltimore Space Station, this is a Mercury. Clear the portal. Captain Nate, Commander Sims here. Glad to finally hear from you. Were you able to make contact with Major Jocko? That's affirmative. We were surprised to hear from Captain Tam as well. I'm sure. Are there any plans to dock with us to transfer her to your ship? This is Jaffra. That would be a negative. We feel more comfortable with bounty eyes on both vessels. They're going to guard the portal entrance while we head for the exit of Portal Charlie Oscar 1. Uh, seriously? That portal is off limits. It's far too unstable for a safe passage. It's our only logical guess. Bell is not between us and the bat. Now that means she's either slipped behind us, went the other way, or managed to re-enter Callie's atmosphere without being detected. If you think that she's going to use Charlie Alpha 1, then that will put her closest to Latumas. That would make sense, since it's the last stronghold of rage. We sent out a notice to all ships to be on the lookout for a freighter ship with no transponder. We'll notify you if we hear from any of them. Copy that. Mercury out. Set course for Charlie Oscar 1. Plotting course. All ahead two-thirds. Aye, all ahead two-thirds. Thank you, Marco. I have the bearings now. Locking in. All right, so we're locked in on the old portal. Now what? We keep our eyes and ears open for any signs of traffic between here and there. And if we see it, we give her one chance to surrender. If she doesn't, well, I would say boom. But there's no sound in space. That sounds reasonable. Aw, oh, come on. Fair suck of the sav, mate. Fair what? Uh, suck of the sav? <laughs> it's Aussie slang for you gotta be kidding. Hey, look, you two challenge me enough. Don't go throwing Aussie slang in on me. Of course we're kidding. We'll shoot her down first, then ask her to surrender. <laughs> there you go. I like that better. Gabby, would you like me to add that phrase to my colloquial database? That's not necessary, Georgia. It's obvious that we'll have to establish communications with her. I'm sure if she has other personnel on board, she'll let us know. Georgia, start a forward 100-degree radar sweep. Radar is online. Initiating forward sweep. Did you send our plan to the bat? Affirmative. If they detect the camera, they will breach the portal and notify us. 
Otherwise, they are to breach after the time it takes us to reach Charlie Oscar 1. Stand by for recording. Ready to record. Bat 1, this is the Mercury. We've spotted the Canberra. Join us ASAP. Acknowledge. Message recorded. Upon sighting the Canberra, I want you to send it out on a loop to repeat every 10 standard seconds until they respond. Then open a channel and notify me. We'll go. Echo Ping's not returning. We have clear space ahead. All ahead full. Aye, all ahead full. Nothing to do now but to wait. The two of you made pretty good time. Yeah, well, at least Ocean City traffic is going the other way. I'm glad we could get Scarlet here today. Any idea when she's going to arrive? She's at Alternate Martin State now. She'll be making the transfer soon. I think this will be her first step ride. Mine was wild. Maybe that was because you stole our step. Yeah, but I gave it back. What about you, Jim? Well, I had been shot, so I was pretty much out of it. I woke up in an alternate Minnesota in the Mayo Clinic. You know, I never asked you this, but... What was the first indication you realized that something was up? Oh, you mean about aliens and the IDF? Yeah. What gave it away? Well, I turned my head to look out the window when I came to, and I saw this small building out in the distance. I kind of concentrated on it and tried to focus on it. Well, before I knew it, it was right on me, and was a readout to the right that gave the azimuth and the distance to it. Well, it was then I realized something had happened to me, and this wasn't Rochester. And as they say, the rest is history. Ah, the stip is en route. Make sure you stay clear of the pad. Stand by for portal closure. Okay. The portal is closed. You are now cleared for egress. Does that mean I can come out now? Certainly, Scarlet. Oh, hey, Kelly. Nice to see you again. I take it you're the Mr. Pierman I've heard so much about. Yes. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I handle affairs between the IDF and the rest of society. This is Agent Jim Barnes. Pleased to meet you, Scarlet. I had some time to spend with Kelly here and her sister, Kate. She was your old partner, right? Yeah, up until recently when she went to work for Homeland Security and I retired from the force. I'm really glad that you're taking the case over. Kate said you're the best. (laughs) Yeah, but she didn't say the best what. Well, we wanted to talk to you before we get deeply involved with the case. I understand that Detective Garrett is also part of the investigation? Yeah, we'll be meeting him in D.C. tomorrow. Before we talk to him, Kelly and I wanted to go over the accident report with you. Are you up to it? I've been up to it for a long time, Agent Barnes. James, you are welcome to use the conference room. Thank you. Right this way, Scarlett. Well, I guess this has been a long time coming. I had resigned myself to the fact that I'd never get justice for my parents. Well, the fact that he lawyered up is encouraging. You know, he might be hiding something. Have a seat right here and we'll get started. I made a copy of the information we have for you, and we'll go through it line by line to make sure it's accurate. Or at least as you remember it. All right, let's get this show on the road. Okay, look over the date and location to start with. Okay. Yeah, they are correct. Well, the report says the weather conditions were good, there was a good visibility, but the roads were wet from a recent shower. Now, I don't see any data about skid marks. That's very unusual. 
This is so frustrating. First, the German police inform us that the van we saw in the security footage was stolen. And then the British Embassy has nothing for us. I noticed in that video all the men were wearing white gloves, except the one that we think is Jameson. So if they find the van, his prints will be the only ones they can certainly identify. I wouldn't give up. Agent Doug is going to meet us here, since this seems to be where this Jameson spy has concluded his travels. I wouldn't call him a spy, Anton. Officially, he's a person of interest. Just interest? He was paid 50,000 pounds for something, given a one-way ticket to Brazil for something, ran away for some reason. I would be very interested in him. There are just too many inconsistencies in this whole thing. Like what? That's not really important now. I think we need to focus on our next step. You got any ideas? The local authorities here know where the stolen van has been abandoned. Hopefully some of their city cameras will pick him up. When Agent Doug gets here, we can search the city. It's obvious to me that Jameson has business in Berlin. I suppose you are basing that on the fact that he left the hotel with the other workers. To be precise, he was wearing a disguise in a stolen commercial van. They are probably headquartered here and are planning their next job. I'm sorry, but I'm just not on board with this whole thing. I don't think Jameson's on the run from us. I think he's being forced to run, and we're going to find out why. This might be something now. It's the police. Agent Simon? Yes? Excellent. How long before you have the results? Very good. Can you forward them to me? Thank you very much. And? They recovered the vehicle and are processing it. Well, forward the results to me. I can guarantee that Jameson's prints will be all that they find. We'll see. I'm hoping that Jameson will leave us some sort of message. And why would they do that? He's doing everything he can to keep you off his trail. If he does leave us a message, you'll know we were right. I have an alert here from the Berlin police. Jameson has been spotted at the train station. And you still think he's not running? His credit card has just been used. It looks like he purchased a ticket. He's headed for Kiev. I'm going to contact the embassy and tell them we'll need air transport. We can beat the train there and then board. Anton, contact Agent Doug and tell him to change his plans and to meet us in Warsaw. We're going to get to the bottom of this once and for all. So, Joe Mac, you going back up into the cupola to watch for your ship? Yeah, nah, I don't think so. You can only stare out into total darkness and desolation for so long. Huh, like one of your typical weekends in the outback? Oh, you must be talking about one of his lost weekends. <laughs> Come on, Marco, you know I never lost a weekend. Well, at least not an entire weekend. What about you, Gabby? You're from your nation's capital. Ever run into any congressman? Not on purpose. <laughs> Seriously, what do you do for fun in a city like that? Well, you go to Georgetown or College Park and party with the students. What about you, Nate? What's it like on Fillion? I guess the best way I could describe it is what I learned from Rogers, and that would be that I'm from a blue-collar town. Excuse me, Captain Nate, but I am programmed to learn from external sources. 
Does that mean that everyone in your town wears blue shirts? Let me take this one. It comes from the type of job one might have. If it's an office job, one would dress more formal, like a white shirt and tie, so we call them white-collar workers. In a more manual labor setting, we call it blue-collar because in past history, most work shirts were blue. I understand. So does that mean a shirt with no collar represents someone unemployed? No, but it might represent retirement. So go on. You live in a hard-working town. Yeah, people there won't tolerate disrespect. We drink fermented beverages and wager on sport games. Sounds like where we live, eh, Skipper? Grab a pint and watch the Raiders. Remember that game against the Sea Eagles? 48-6. to <laughs> I cleaned up on that one. Now, if you're going to ask me about my home planet, there's not much I can tell you. I left when I was quite young due to the Galactic Wars. I was sent to a training school and became a warrior. After the war, I continued as a bounty hunter. This line of conversation is confusing. All of this information is in your personnel files, which I can provide upon request. That's better to hear it straight from the horse's mouth. And don't worry, Georgia, that's not literal. I have that in my database from Robo-4. Well then, perhaps you can enlighten me. It comes from betting on horse races. The closest authority on the condition of the horse would come from its trainer. However, if you want to get the best information, getting it from the horse would be even better. Looking at the horse's teeth is a good indication of its health. Thank you. Now, if I only knew what a horse was, and you don't need to answer that, Georgia. But should I tell you that I have detected a return ping on radar? Marco, do you have a reading? Positive echo. 3,500 clicks. No positive identification. Closing rate is positive, but only 340 clicks per standard hour. If that's her, it'll take more than a whole sleep cycle to catch her. Based on the technical data I have for MeShip, that would put it at full power. We need to get a positive ID on this target. Georgia, the Canberra has specially modified engines that have a specific resonance. Is that frequency listed? Stand by. I have the frequency information and I am cross-checking. It appears the frequency I am detecting is that of the Canberra. I have a positive identification. Start to loop message to the bat. Starting message. Keep a lock onto the camera. If it deviates from its course, let me know right away. On it. I won't let her out of my sight. Georgia, please calculate if we'll catch the Canberra before it arrives at Latumus. The Canberra will reach Latumus 30 standard minutes before us. Captain Nate, what do you think about igniting our launch boosters? You were reading my mind. Gabby, go to booster power. Going to booster power in three, two, one. Yeah, not getting away from us this time. Will the Mercury be able to catch Bella before she lands on the Tumas? Will Simon and Kate be able to intercept Jameson on the train from Warsaw? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, the Warsaw Express.